Welcome to the fifth episode of the Variety Years Podcast. RK here. Squeezer. Hello. I let that song play a little longer because we got a little love from uh, Instagram user Gino underscore Anthony, who just wanted to, he loved the theme song, he wanted to know what it was. Uh, I thought he was talking about the Contra intro, but no, he likes our, our theme song. It was a good pick. This, uh, this week we're, we're talking Kenner, our favorite Kenner toy lines, and... Damn, is there's just so much to choose from. Yeah, I really didn't know where to start. My list was pretty damn long. And I didn't even want to throw out like some honorable mentions or how many were on my bubble before they got each got bumped one after the other. Yeah, we've been getting some love on Twitter. Uh, Retro Shred Metal. Oh, no, I'm sorry, on Instagram. It's been digging our shows. And uh, we got a little message from uh, Redline224. When I, when I teased the Kenner, he said his uncle used to work at the Kenner factory in Ohio. I saw that. And he said his uncle used to make the molds for the Batman, Swamp Thing, and a few of the G.I. Joes in the late 80s and early 90s. And he was always jealous because his cousin would get the toys that were like the little offs and couldn't be sold. I saw, I was actually looking, um, uh, I found a receipt that they had from the employee store with the discount that they got. And they had to inventory like what they got and what they bought. Oh, wow. It was pretty cool. That's, um, so yeah, I mean, the Kenner toy line, which is no longer technically exists today, had, had a had a long run from the 70s to, uh, I think they stopped it in the early 2000s? Uh, well, Hasbro shut them down in 2000. Yeah. Cut like 400, 500 jobs, some shit like that. Fucking Nazis. Yeah. Well, at that point, it was uh, Tyco. Well, they, yeah, no, um, it wasn't Tyco. Yeah, was, Tyco bought Kenner. I thought it was uh, Tonka. Tonka. Yeah. yeah Kenner Tonka. bought Tonka. Yeah. Well, Tonka and Kenner Tonka, were the same Kenner. Yeah, yeah, not Tyco. Why did I say Tyco? I don't know. I don't know. It's early. All right. So I guess uh, I have to go first this week since you went last week. Your turn. Here we go. That is the Police Academy theme from the wonderful movies that my dad loved and we grew up on. And what would later become a cartoon series in the late 80s, uh, which was supposed to continuity-wise happen between Police Academy 4 and 5. And I did not give a fuck about the cartoon or the figures. I, and my brother for that matter, loved the the role-playing play sets they released. Uh, we had the 
gas gushers, which were two little squishable plastic rubber uh, faces, cans that one looked like laughing and one looked, looked like crying. You fill them with water and they, they sprayed water and it's supposed to be like tear gas and laughing gas. We had, well, my brother had the order enforcer kit, which came with police tape, a ticket book, all sorts of nasty, stupid junk. I had the wallet, which was this uh, vinyl or uh, nylon wallet that you flipped open had this big chunky plastic police academy badge it would have would have um uh name tags for like some of the goofballs i just wanted mine in there the wacky wallet the one set we didn't have was the handcuffs which were the hands that cuffed onto your your their actual hands we did i had the cadet set which had the hat that squirted water from the radio and the billy club and then i had which i was the most annoying little fucking dick with the the wacky bullhorn, which played three, it had like that was a whistle noise, uh, and that theme song is just keeps going and never stops. It's so that those movies were special in that, you know, there some of them were a little more risque than um, you would let a five year old watch, <laughs> but. Well, My dad had no filter when it came to bed. We saw Caddyshack when we were five. So. Well, there's going to be a running theme throughout most of this podcast. Uh, bad parenting? The, well, <laughs> uh, I don't I don't call it bad. We're bad, bad by today's well, standards. Oh, yeah. By today's internet by mom standards. I mean, to be fair, Ghostbusters, shouldn't, we shouldn't have been allowed to watch that age. That was rated PG. All those heroes of ours smoking yeah. constantly. Um, but the... It all a lot of these figures are all going to be based off of R or PG thirteen movies that they'll uh, try to market because they were successful at the time. So why not try to make money off of them? Yeah, those sets are great. So yeah, I had the uh, I had to spray the um the gushers the gushers. I completely forgot all about them until I went back and started looking through stuff. I'm like, holy shit! Like I don't even know if I actually knew they were even from Police Academy. I just had these. Well, you, your mom probably got them from a flea market. Probably. Yeah, like, or, well, that's where. Here, a little squeeze. Yeah. Well, a lot of squeeze this these. is uh, the time that these were released into the time that I got them. I'm starting to pick up gaps. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you got these wholesale. Yeah. But hey, I got them. I appreciate. I, I'm gonna realize. I realized I was a spoiled little fucking brat. Everyone's gonna hate me after this, especially <laughs> after we get through uh, my two. later, my later selection. All right. Well, let's go for your first, your first one. We'll stay on topic. All right. Police Academy. This is Jones. Numbskull's robbing the bank. He sold separately. Come in, Mahoney. I'm on the case. Cops. I'm out of here. It's karate time. <laughs> Sorry, Tackleberry. Eject! Look who dropped in. You're under arrest and underwater. Case closed. Where'd he go? I'll blast it. Police Academy. Crash Cycle, Mahoney, Jones, and other figures each sold separately. Oh, so you had the figures. I had the figures. I I had some of them. Did you have that... Which is often mistaken as just a rebrand of the Ghostbusters headquarter, the, uh, the police the precinct. precinct yeah. It's uh, it's a it's more like me. You're the Ghostbuster. You're the firehouse. I'm the precinct, where I'm shorter and a little stockier, a little wider. <laughs> but the, uh, no, I didn't have I didn't have the precinct. Uh, but yeah, I mean it's a spinning image of it. The doors, uh, the front facade. They actually just cut. It seems like they cut the second floor off. Hmm. So you had the arch 
and the window so maybe the top. more of a, just a redesign than they the definitely re-brand. they definitely used a, a similar I don't, I don't know if you can inspiration take inspiration or parts of a mold and mix mm. it with another part of a mold to make like the front facade mm-hmm. um, but yeah very so very you had similar. that you're like one of the only people no no i never had oh, that yeah, okay. no i only had i only had a couple figures i had a i know i had jones uh Tackleberry and Mahoney. You didn't have uh, the food attack house that launched submarine sandwiches? No. (laughs) Hoagies, is there known here? (laughs) It was just mocking his morbid obesity. That's right. Um, Now he'd be called beautiful. Yeah. Um, But yeah, Mahoney had like you'd squeeze his, they all had a a different action. Like he would flip his arm. So like his, you could either put a nightstick or a pistol in his hand Hmm. and it would like just pistol around. He would pistol whip a bitch or point the gun back at himself. And he came with a little—I forgot what the dog's name was from the cartoon—but the dog squirted water. I I I watched a couple of them. I lived it. I watched a a little bit of the cartoon. Uh, Tackleberry. I forgot. I I think like his arms like whipped up, but he had like this cool visor on his helmet. And uh, was Tackleberry in the cartoons like the gun nut that he was? Yeah, I think even more over the top. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't really remember. I just remember the intro. To the cartoon, the uh, Fat Boys theme. Huh. And then um, we should have that. I was thinking about pulling it, but you dropped the ball. What's your second clip here? Uh, I think it's just another. I think it's just another set of figures. Oh yeah, Mr. Sleeves. He was one of the bad guys, mm. and uh, I remember I had him, and I think I kind of just mixed him in with the Ghostbusters because he was. Something like when you'd squeeze him, like his tie would flip up, like straight, and there was a gun underneath it. Um, Wait, wasn't that the, wasn't that the cops figures? Oh, those were awesome. They had oh. the caps. And no, 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 no caps. This was just a little plastic. Okay, because like the cops had that guy with the the chest would flip up and he'd shoot the guns. Mm-hmm. No, no, but this was. Uh, that, that was a Hasbro line. Was cops Hasbro? Mm-hmm. We got to do Hasbro so we can talk cops. <laughs> and oh, that's Wild West Cowboys of Mumesa. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah. Well, let's well let's move on to. Oh, m- but I do want to point out. Oh, you got some. Yeah, more. where the fuck was Hooks and where's Callahan? Oh, the women. This is the most sexist toy line ever. Back then, they did not think. Well, well, I mean, they made Janine. They made Janine. So I mean, they made. Not gonna go too much further down the line list yeah, everything right. give no, away everything right. else we're going to talk I, about well, maybe but, this is particular to fair, this particular line i don't i don't see many girls playing with police academy figures no yeah. and it's not like they were callahan in the movies integral. used to do it for me yeah, oh, yeah. you like that i did i liked her ball busting no nonsense slender uh white power figure <laughs> all right let's move on to my second one the signal goes out Crime is on the rise. Batman returns. Exploding with power, the bat ski boat thunders ahead, bolting onto land for a missile attack. Gotta fly! My dear Penguin Commandos, the time has come to punish Batman! Batman? Deep dive Batman surfaces. Fire! Tearing into battle, Batman blasts his torpedo. Penguins all wet. Gotham City's greatest hero, Batman returns. So I know our first podcast episode was different from all these, but it was completely dedicated to giving you a history lesson on the 1989 Batman figures. And we promised we'd come back with more. 
And this isn't necessarily that episode, but I did want to talk about what was one of my favorite Kenner toy lines, the 1980 or 1992 Batman Returns toy. And I played this commercial because it's the only one I could find that highlighted one of the most ridiculous figures to ever be released, the two-figure Penguin Commando play, uh, toys. It, it came with two penguins that looked like normal, everyday penguins. You, the toys looked like toys you'd get out of a, um, a learning store. But no, these came with little backpacks and helmets with missiles attached to them that you could launch at that fucker Batman. They were probably my favorite out of the entire collection. Like I said in the, in the first one, I wanted to buy just multiple packs of them so I could build my penguin army. Well, in the commercial, if you watch this commercial we just played, the, the, that little fucking bitch kid who doesn't only has like a sewer playset that his bat ski boat could go in also has like 72 penguin commando toys. My mom was like, you have two, and that's all you're getting. And the Penguin figure was just a repaint of the Kenner superpowers. So it was the Kenner superpowers Penguin repainted black and red, and I loved it. It was awesome, but it had no, it looked nothing like, and I don't know if they were worried about scaring the kids with the Danny DeVito Penguin figure um, or that uh, Burton was just, like, bearing the lead. He didn't want to release you know, the look of it, because they were hiding that look for a while. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until the animated series Penguin that they made look like him that came out that you'd get a penguin that looked like that. And uh, then they released that Catwoman, who looked, she came in later, and I was obsessed with finding her. And I remember we were down at um, a mall in Philadelphia that I don't even know if it's still there, Franklin Mills? I, th- I, don't, think, I, don't, Franklin. I don't think they tore it down yet. But it's still there? Might be. So it was kind of like an outlet mall. So they had like the JCPenney's catalog store, which I don't think is a thing anymore because JCPenney's catalogs aren't a thing. Is JCPenney's a thing anymore? I really don't know. The Sears catalog store were their anchors. And in it was a KB Toy Works. So I, I told my mom, I was like, oh, we should check and see if they have the Catwoman there. She's like, no, they don't have the Catwoman figure at home, KB, Ryan. They're not going to have it here. And I don't know if I was a little lawyer when I was a kid, but my mom growing up always told me I should become a lawyer because I'd always produce a good argument. I, I, I don't know exactly what I used to argue. it. I was like, well, didn't we come down here to look at a store that had a certain dress you wanted because they didn't have it in Allentown? Well, what if the same logic works with KB? And somehow it broke her. She's like, Ah, this fucking kid's right. So we went in, and lo and behold, they had the Catwoman. And I was like Mac on Christmas morning, stealing an Omnibot. Like, yeah! Uh, I was so happy we had the Catwoman that was in her dominatrix costume with a whip. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, that toy line, that Batman, they had a billion different Batmans. I had the Deep Sea Dive, which was featured in this commercial, who had the bright yellow dive suit. It was just... Really cool shit. But, yeah, that's Batman Returns. Oh, there was the... Which ones? Was it the Air Attack? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had I had a ton of these. And I'm pretty sure I got them after, like, once they hit the discount. Like, I got a couple off the bat, I remember. And then uh, once they kind of fizzled out and they were trying to get rid of them, that's when Mom would go and scoop them up at a KB mm-hmm. in the back. I remember specifically getting the super overpriced penguin fi- repaint figure, the first of the line, 
my dad bought it for me at Clover, Ooh. which was is now cold. I don't know if if you're not from the East Coast, if Clover wasn't a thing, uh, uh, if you're listening. But it was like um, sort of like a higher end department store. How would you describe Clover? I don't know. It had a snack bar. It did have it. All, everyone, everything machine, had a snack bar. Bradley's had a snack yeah. bar. Everything had a snack bar. How is it that now stores don't have snack bars and everyone's fatter now than they were then? <laughs> like it was nothing but ices and hot and uh, hot pretzels. Yeah. And now people are fatter than they right. were. Yeah. Oh, the good old days at the store snack bars. But yeah, the Clover. Um, they. I. Re- I remember even looking and seeing that, and my dad like, oh, you could get the, you could get the one. You didn't have a. You weren't a playset kid, so you didn't no, have. I, didn't get, I never got the, the playset. Extremely intricate uh, Wayne Manor Batcave. No, that with that with you the could put door that you could Bruce blast Wayne your, in and flip it and Batman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And no, then the the fall store you could walk through, and then you come out with your. Missile, uh, missile Batmobile, or the oh the coupe Bruce Wayne coupe. You had that. Not rolling you my eyes. Spoiled little shifty bitch. I had the Batmobile. I had the coupe. Jesus. I had the. Oh, and this ties into. <laughs> I told you people are gonna fucking hate me. I don't know. I gotta call my. I meant to call my mom on the way up here and uh, ask her how she did this, how she pulled all that off. But uh, I. I Thanks, Mom. I appreciate it. hope you're not listening to this because I tend to curse a lot. But the, uh, one, ba- the one Bruce Wayne figure, right. I think we talked about it in the first podcast, came with a radio with a yes. dial that clicked. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jones came with the same one. The exact same, not even a repaint or anything from Police Academy. Oh. They took the exact same... Exact same uh, piece and just repackaged well, it with a different It's character. funny. That, that radio probably fit better in that toy dimension than it did. It was too large for Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. for those figure figure specs. But Unless he was like a, in a mash unit in Korea and he had to yeah. dial in. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. Let's go to your next one. There's something strange in Wow. We finally we finally did it. We finally we got there. Now, here's the thing. We can get bogged down in this <coughs> for the next three hours just talking about Ghostbuster. Well, we do have a job that we have to bring money ah, out. Fuck them. Uh, but these commercials, you start watching some of the Kenner commercials. Right. And uh, you look at the Ghostbuster commercial leading up to then, you know, like the Batman commercials and the Batman Returns commercials. Mm-hmm. It's different. Remember we talked about like the play, you even said the play set and the, you know. The world they the, sold the, the figures in. The world they in sold the figures That never existed, but Go- it made the figure seem so much cooler. Ghostbusters did not have that. And no. I don't even think I needed it. It was kids around a table and just limbo lit. <coughs> so there was nothing. That, they were just in darkness on a table. When Stay Puff Marshmallow Man came through, he was just knocking over books. Like, they had books set up as, like, buildings that he would knock over. Well... It was all imagination. My one grievance with that playline is the Stay Puft was too fucking small. Yeah. 
I had him. It was not much bigger than the fucking figure. Stay Puft was large and looming. For I, fuck's I sake. um, I created like a uh, a fan fiction retcon. I created a a small Stay Puft. There was a reason that he was. Of course you did. This way. What? I also was an asshole and cut off the uh, the streams. Oh yeah, so did off I. Of the, yeah. Those streams drove me fucking nuts. Yeah. The proton streams. I didn't need it because no. again, I use my imagination. Right. Those things just got in the way. And I, 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 if you did, you have the backpack. Oh yeah. Did you use that long yellow I, fucking dildo? I lost dildo? the shit out of that no. thing. Day I got it. Yeah. Well, what's the point of that? Um. Did you have the ghost popper? Yeah. That thing was fun. The thing you go. And it was, shot I think like it was a, loud as hell, like yeah. the plastic on plastic action. Yeah. I also had the little. I had the little one that was just rubber that came with the ray goggles. Oh, the glasses. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Let's uh, play that. Which, uh, was which, it three? Three. Ghostbusters. Each sold separately. Break out the new equipment. Ghost trap set. Ecto goggles down. It's Marshmallow Man. Ecto popper ready. Neutrino blaster charged. Roast them. Got him. <laughs> it's the ghost trap from the real Ghostbusters, new from Kenner. I mean, this is where I was a spoiled brat because I had the trap, you had the trap, the goggles. I had the squishy thing that Pete Vakeman said was one oh, of his really? little toys that came with the little beanbag ghost set with the Velcro, and you pick them up, and, you, and the, the thing pops open, the VCR thing pops open, you drop them in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had that. I had, I had the trap. Trap was fun. Trap was because that it worked. Yeah, it really worked. Yeah, you, like you, you, you stomped the air thing and the yeah. the doors popped open. Uh, the creepiest part uh, of any of it is uh, the the ghost that scares them at the end of the commercial is really Dad coming outside in his white robe with the embroidered Dad on the chest, hmm. and he kind of looks like a young Jeff Daniels that you assume that. They used the camera equipment for the Ghostbusters commercial mm-hmm. that they're shooting porn in there as well. It's mm. just the most why dad is stepping outside in the dark in his white robe. It, it's very creepy. Something was going on in there, mm-hmm. and that's why the kids were outside playing because it wasn't appropriate for children to be in that home. Dad was freshly fucked. Well, mom had to get... I'm not saying mom had anything to do with it. Oh. That's why the kids are outside. Yeah. We just uh, got to a weird off topic. But uh, the, the figures... You're going to make me cut other... this out later? Like the last time? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. You're going to call me and be like, ah, I really thought of what I just said. Well, that, that's about the dad in the commercial, not about me. Oh, okay. Uh, for the figures... Oh, the other thing is with the commercials. Yeah. Where the hell was Winston? It was just like the movies. Oh, really? Yeah. Even in, even in the, the first one that we played, oh. the, little, the little black kid is playing with Peter. Oh. Like, they couldn't even... Like, I don't even think they bought him for the... Like, they even brought him over. Well, like, I mean... Unless it's a lighting issue. I had win- I was a completist. I had Winston. Uh, see, I didn't have Winston. No, I did. I, I had a few. But it, maybe it's because I, I saw the commercial. Winstons. I was influenced by the commercial. The media see, created yeah. who I am. Uh, I don't even know what I was influenced by. And I had, I had a. Uh, did you have any of the uh, fright feature mm-hmm. characters? Mm-hmm. I had Ray. I had. You had all of them. I have Ray in the card now. 
They you squeeze him in his eyes and yeah. ears and hair. Maybe I'd gone. Talk I'd, about I'd Winston. Talk about intricate. Yeah. As far as like the mechanism. Yeah, they ran out of ideas, so they really had to keep re- rebranding the Ghostbusters to do different weird shit. Even though I thought it was weird because that Ray and the way they had him dressed looked a lot more like, like the Ghostbusters. The, the like movie. the filmation. No, I thought he looked like a filmation. Oh yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, he looked like um, a guy who who was Eddie. He yeah. looked like Eddie yeah. from Filmation, which. <coughs> Going back, but and, he specifically has the no ghost logo on his white mm-hmm. T-shirt. Yeah, uh, but then also, so they in the uh, third series when they first came out, you had your your Ghostbusters, and then they came out with uh, there's Stay Puffed and Green Ghost. Yeah, before he was known as because, Slimer. Well, they and even when he was known as Slimer, they still printed Green Ghost. Well, yeah, the and then they were also they also known as Slimer. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the. Uh, Haunted Humans was probably the most successful ghost line. Yeah, I had the I had, I had the, the garbage man. Yeah, it was a. I, I gran- was I had the granny. Granny. I had the toilet uh, turlet that tomb- you. Oh, I didn't have the toilet. Yeah, I had the tombstone tackle. Uh yeah, you I might have bend had, over I like had, his back with pop the cop. And teeth. I had um uh the 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 uh lumberjack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the tiny head and things. Yeah, he, it would snap over yeah. and it would be mm-hmm. like a square monster head. And they all had like wings that flew out of their legs. Uh, Ecto one. I had Ecto one. I had Ecto one. I didn't have Ecto one. I had Ecto one. I had Ecto one. I had I had the Ecto three. I had Ecto two. Nice. Yeah, these this is the Ghostbusters so, line was where my parents. That's kinda, where you. Yeah. Did you have the fire? And you had the firehouse. I had the firehouse. Of course. Yeah. That thing was awesome. Yeah. And that thing served a purpose beyond... You put the slime in the top crate yeah. and going mm-hmm. all the way through. Until it dried and yeah. just crusty, like, well. Yeah. But that thing crossed crossed over for me. Uh, like, that served a purpose for all my action figures. Okay. Uh, and uh, eventually the doors broke yeah. because, I mean, you had to... You could only slam Ecto-1 <laughs> out of that thing so many times. <laughs> but that Ecto-1 could take a beating, though. Sure. That was a solid hunk of yeah, plastic. They made, it, they made things well yeah. back then. Uh, and, and then the, they also <coughs> had the containment unit that you can that, drop a ghost in. And that, get stuck in and there. And they get stuck in there, yeah. and you spend the entire day just trying to get trying the to damn get ghost out. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that was a fun line. I'm ready for my next one. Are you ready for it? Yeah, go This ahead. one's going to take you back. To the playgrounds. Hey, what do you got? Nerf Turbo Football. Yeah, what's it do? Go long. Real long. Nice toss. Nerf Turbo Football. You don't throw it, you launch it. I guess. Um, this takes us... Uh, let me paint you a picture. <laughs> Catholic School Ryan on the recess yard. That worked out well. <laughs> every recess from, I think, like second grade up until I was booted out of Catholic school, we played two-hand touch football with the Nerf Turbo football. It was that that football, that kind of spiral shape, um, and that in this commercial, the kid launches all the way to India. Uh, which Wait, it, was he returning it? <laughs> yeah, so it, was, it launched to its original manufacturing spot. Uh, that that thing was awesome, and we, we all assumed we could launch it that a million miles, 
And then they released the Nerf Turbo Screamer that had the little whistle yeah. built into it that if it pegged you in the head, it kind of hurt. <laughs> but it was like, yeah. um, And then uh, we also, as kids, the Nerf line, I, I was, wasn't sure if I should pick. But then, it, you know, it was, it's, if you look at any of those action toy guides, the back is always, it's always Nerf, then starting lineup. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going Nerf. And my brother and I had those, the Nerf fencing game, which if you look at the commercials, it's Parker Brothers, but at the time it was owned by Kenner. And they, they started, when we, the, the Turbo Football and everything came out, they started branding them Kenner. But that fencing game was awesome. It had two of those long foam dicks like, that came with the, the backpacks, mm-hmm. the, the proton packs, but they're like a little thicker. And they'd, they'd be in the sheath and they'd have these targets that would bend oh, down. Oh, shit. Now I and remember you try that. and knock those, the targets down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, I that, thought that was the coolest thing in oh, the world. Yeah, Chris, I never. Chris and I had it. And, well, Chris got it. And I, I actually had to constantly play with him. But yeah, Nerf fencing was a lot of fun. Nerf everything. The Nerf fo- football, we want, we'd go through maybe two of those a year. Like, you got to go and get a new Nerf football. Um, those were the greatest. And they go for, like, those early 90s, late 80s Nerf footballs go for, like, 100-something. Yeah. I was looking them up. But, yeah, and now and all Nerf is is stupid guns that launch, like, a billion little foam missiles. You didn't have the bow and arrow? See, I did that, have the bow oh, and okay. arrow. That was my pride yeah. and joy. Yeah. I love that had, thing. My brother had the bow and arrow. That thing yeah. was awesome. That was awesome. I had the long yellow foam air darts. Mm-hmm. You put it in, and it was air back, and you pull it, and go, boop, and shoot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I eventually... Uh, uh, turned it into more of a crossbow. I had it all kind of all rigged out and different. Of course, you did features and put sights on it. Like because there, Why not? there was a sight on it, but I had actually had like a scope from my BB gun that I mounted on it. Not that it fucking did anything, but it looked pretty badass. You took uh, the strings off. Had issues. I don't think any of my toys really. I always had to modify, modify, and make some adjustments. <coughs> like not ready to use out of the box. Nerf was fun back then, though. I mean, they actually made shit you'd have to go out and play with, not just toy guns that rattle off five billion darts per second. The just getting you get like one pop. Yeah. You know? Does Nerf make anything else anymore besides those guns? I think they still they make, still make the, balls and footballs. Yeah, I assume so. Yeah, Nerf was the shit back then. The Nerf Turbo Football. I always remember it. Recess. Um. And now we're on to Spoiled Squeezer's next pick. Everyone had this. A Whopper, a shake, you can make what Burger King makes. Play-Doh presents the Burger King Whopper playset from Play-Doh. You can start with a burger on top of a bun and press out some pickles. This is fun. Lettuce and tomatoes piled up high and lots of onion rings. To the sky, feel like some fried crispy dough. Put in the Play-Doh. Here they come. How about a treat that you can make? In goes the Play-Doh. Out comes the shake. A Whopper. The Burger King Whopper playset from Play-Doh comes with everything you see here from Kenner. You would have the food playset. <laughs> I hope you didn't try to eat any of that stuff. You never ate Play-Doh? No. No? Not even the stuff you made at home, like by yourself? No. It's just, it's just water, uh, flour, cornstarch, and salt, really. No. And then eventually they put in some oil. It, it tasted all right. The shit coloring. they made in the commercial always looked good, and you can never really replicate it. It, it was impossible. <coughs> like, intricate. Like, the tomatoes would have, like, seeds in it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it was fun. I loved Play-Doh. I had uh, the Ghostbusters kit. Yep. Um, the the mold. You mm-hmm. would Ecto-1. You would yep. open up and make the... And it was glow-in-the-dark. Yeah. 
glowing a dark Play-Doh? I had, I don't remember. I, I got bored with Play-Doh quick. It, they always came with that plastic sheet, the mm-hmm. mat, and then like a couple accessories and then the Play-Doh. And uh, I had some other sets. I, I, my sister was more in Play-Doh, not me. Yeah, see, my sister, and she had the, uh, the mop top hair shop. Yeah. Uh, but I played with it probably more than she even did. I loved that thing. I was just squeezing it out and just squeezing and then it. Squeezing it out. And then with the, you try to cut the hair with the scissors and it would more just mash it into yeah. like a, a mess till it would look like my hair looks like now rather than a nice <laughs> clean cut. <laughs> That's what convinced you to do your own haircuts? Yeah, it's just 16 bucks and I buy clippers, stand in the shower, run over my head and I'm done. <laughs> can't do that. I can't go and get a haircut once for $16. No. Huh? At least not from a legitimate source. Yeah, Pl- Play-Doh had uh, the Burger King set. Did they ever have a McDonald's one too? Uh, eventually, yeah. like in the late '90s, okay. I think they made a deal, a new deal with McDonald's. Um, which, uh, you know, it started out as a cleaning product. Did it? Oh, yeah, like clean. Yeah, cro- uh, cleaning charcoal, cleaning coal soot off of wallpaper. Like uh-huh. Kroger's is like, hey, we have a need. Can you guys make this for us? So they came up with this, uh, like this putty. I guess you, I don't know if you rub it on the wall. I don't know how it was supposed to work. But then, uh, you know, people stopped using coal. And they're like, hey, how are we going to make money? Let's give it to kids to play with. And I mean, it was non-toxic. I mean, it was pretty pretty basic uh, elements. It was the same ingredients for the longest time. I it see. wasn't even until the 80s that they started putting it in plastic containers. Oh, really? Yeah. What was it in? Uh, like those paper and like metal tins, like you would get uh, like the old timey stuff that you'd see and like oh, faded nowadays. Yeah, yeah. It almost looked like it came in like a like a can of uh, stain or oh, polyurethane. The, the Play-Doh ice cream shop. Yeah, I was trying to remember if I had the Play-Doh. Oh, ice then, cream and then shop, of course but... they use Play-Doh as the bioflesh for the Terminator. Yeah, that thing never fucking... I was... Because originally I was going to talk Terminator before I talked Police Academy. Um, That thing never worked. That never worked. Uh, There was always gaps. It would always peel off when you tried taking it apart. The fun factory? It was a fun idea. Oh, you had to have a fun factory. I think think it was like default. Yeah, it came in the mail when you were born. That's how you... (laughs) Yeah. Congratulations. Here's your Play-Doh fun factory. Like when you got that random pack of razors when you turned like... 16 or 17 yeah, right. like how the hell did you know it's like you got your draft registration card in the mail and uh and Play-Doh a play-doh fun, fun factory. factory yeah looks like that uh batman sat uh a lot of movie tie-ins uh pizza hut they had a pizza hut set did you have the pizza hut set uh i didn't have i feel like i had some kind of thing where i can make a pizza mm-hmm. but i don't remember and like i going through and looking at it I'm like, no, nah, I did not. I did definitely did not have that. But uh, maybe I was just making pizza. Yeah. All right. Well, that's but Play-Doh. I, yeah. But I never, like, they, they show all, like, the, the stuff that you can make, like, by hand, like, all the, the creatures. But then you would let it, like, dry out. I'm like, I never did that. Like, I played with my Play-Doh, and I put it right back, so it would never go guess, bad. Yeah. So I always had Play-Doh. Mm-hmm. So here's my next one, and don't judge me for it. Too harshly. Mm-hmm. 
You heard me counting down there. Um, I thought it was over. Yeah. So, all right. Back in like the early 90s, before Littlest Pet Shop was this weird like bobblehead pet thing, they made these toys that emulated actual like pets you'd get at a store. Like, And I thought these were the coolest things, but you, you weren't sure if you could like it because there's a vi- big division between girls' toys and boys' toys back then. And these kind of were marketed towards girls, even though they weren't really. I mean, who didn't want a little fucking gerbil set that you didn't really have to clean their cage? And they, the gerbil set was cool. It even came with little, like, paper fi- shavings for the thing. And it had, like, like you had the gerbils. It had, like, the tube. Mm-hmm. And it had, like, a little magnet stick and a gerbil side magnets. So you take it and you, you run it through the tube and the gerbils would go through the tube. Uh, do you, I don't know if you ever. I never had. I mean, I never. I never had. had it. My sister had it. I always wanted See, it. I, I was jealous. I, I, I text my sister. I asked my wife. They didn't have them. I thought they would, but no. And we had the real gerbils. With what was nice about these is you didn't have to go out in the middle of December in Pennsylvania and dig a hole in the ground to say goodbye. <laughs> no, you just threw it in the toy box when you're done playing with it. Yeah, but I thought that the turtles were cool. It was because the play sets were like. Real life, like like the the the, the toys our pa- the pets our parents would never buy us. You can get toy versions of, and that's what Littlest Pet Shop was until it, I I don't know what it turned into and, and what it is now. But the earliest the n- early 90, 1993, 1992 versions of the Littlest Pet Shop were just that, and they were awesome. Um, it, I don't know. It was the, now I think if they came out, I, I don't. Does Target even have boys and girls toy? Like Target doesn't. I don't know if you're allowed to even. Yeah. Like, so. God forbid. If they came out in the way they came out now, I don't know who they'd be marketed to. But uh, same with the Easy Bake Oven. I wanted to make fucking cupcakes. Yeah. You know, but it was market. Now it's yeah, marketed. Creepy crawlers tasted like shit. Right. <laughs> Um, yeah, so <laughs> that's, uh, now that I think the easy bake oven's not marketed towards any gender, it's like gender neutral. Well, to me, as far as I'm, fuck your easy bake oven, there's a real oven, get your ass in the kitchen and, uh, probably the, a real stove is safer than an actual yeah, easy, that, bake than oven. easy bake oven. Yeah. yeah. With that fucking cooking lamp yeah. in it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's my next pick, I'm, and that's probably just a waste of a Kenner pick. You're probably like, "What the fuck?" No, All the Kenner no, toys. No, fair. I, w- I was trying to dig deep uh, and find something a little, a little different. What were those little skating, uh, the little awful figures on like skateboards that would piss people off back? Oh, in the day? Mondo Turbo Racers. Mondo Turbo Racers. I was thinking about doing that, but I didn't just have enough of them. Yeah. Um, Capital Critters. Remember them? That was one of my favorite shows. ABC Wednesday nights. I had the toys because they were on liquidation at, at Kitty City. <laughs> they were like these big squishy foam that had like the bendable like metal ligaments. But they were like squishy foam. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? And they had like real sh- like fabric shirts. Yeah, they were, I had a few of those from KB. I 
probably got for like 99 cents. Well, now we couldn't find probably a more stark contrast between. And I'm just going to preface. Yeah. If I, you were disappointed by my pick now, I'm talking to the audience. You're going to be even more disappointed by my next pick. But in the meantime, let's get the squeezers. <laughs> this is one hell of a stark contrast. They're unstoppable, but we've got to give it our best shot. Thunder the Marines. We're the Space Marines. Drake, Ripley, Apone, Bishop, and I'm Hicks. Armed with the latest high-tech heavy metal. Queen alien breathing down your back? I blast her with the bug rocker. Button heads with a bull alien? Ripley frags him with the turbo torch. Alien invasion problem? Send in the Marines! Space Marine figures and alien figures each sold separately. I'll, I, I, I'll give my little pet shop this. Mm-hmm. They still exist. <laughs> they lasted. They did. I think, I think Aliens was gone by the time... Aliens had a good run because I remember there was this uh, local food market that was kind of like an early predecessor, predecessor to the Walmart Superstore. It was called Lenko, and it was a grocery store. But they also had like a clothing section, a whole video rental and video game section, and a pretty large toy section. So, you know. That's where I got my Mighty Max. Yeah. We'd go there once a week at least and run right to the toy section. And I'd always look at the back cards to see what new aliens they were, like what new animal they were turning into an alien. Uh, and I just remember, I never bought any, but I remember thinking they were so cool. The different types, like the mantis alien, the bull alien, all the different types of aliens. And then it kind of merged with the Predator line, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got them. They, the first line came out in uh, 92. I want to say I got a big batch of them, like a big box of all alien stuff. Oh, that late? Chris, yeah, it came, out, it came out with Alien 3, actually. Uh-huh. Because there's a, it wasn't, these characters weren't based off the movie. These were based off of the cartoon they were developing. Oh, really? That was going to be released with Ali- alongside Alien Three. Uh, this was they, bec- they wanted to make alien figures. Like, oh, there's money here. Sure. It's like GI Joe. There's like, they're aliens, Marines. This is going to make us money. Right. How do we market it to uh, to kids six to twelve? Well, let's make it a cartoon. They tried making it a cartoon, and then they started making the figures before it was even finished. And then uh, <coughs> Alien 3 tanked. did not, I was going to say tanked, I was going to be polite and say did not do as well as expected. Uh, there was no Alien Resurrection. We can, you know, I can live with that. But, uh, and then at the same time, I, I'm pretty sure, like there's no official word on this. Like it's all just uh, rumor, hearsay, Outside of a few people in Korea and Fox, has anyone actually even seen this, if it even really exists? But that they watched like a pilot and like, how do you water down an R-rated film like Aliens into a cartoon? It just didn't work. Yeah. Um, but the figures were still out there. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, so I always wonder where they, they kind of were. Because they weren't branded Alien 3. They were just branded Alien. Aliens. Aliens. Yeah. And... Yeah. Um, yeah, that's on. Yeah, uh, there's you had your Hicks, you had Ripley, um, and that's why they Ripley didn't look a hell of a lot like her. Hicks was probably the closest representation mm-hmm. to uh, his movie self. Uh, Drake was pretty close, although he didn't have any armor. And then Apone was just the most. Well, let's just take our sergeant, put him in a 
yellow sleeveless shirt and put a hat on him backwards because you know he's black so that's what black people do Uh, right they don't if you're in the marines you don't wear your armor like you do no you you know dress like you're You're like you're a stereotypical from the hood it just kenner i don't know uh Maybe that wasn't their target. You, you've been branding Kenna racist I'm twice now. I'm not calling them racist. That's um, twice now. You've no, called. three times. Three well, times. No, sexist. Sexist and racist because of hooks. Right. But uh, I'm just saying, guys, uh, I mean, it wouldn't have killed you just to make him look a little bit like a space marine. Um, the weapons were pretty cool, like kick skin with a rocket launcher, which bothered me because he didn't have a rocket launcher. You know, in the movie. Of course it bothered you. Um, so that's why I went through, like, my G.I. Joe collection. I found a shotgun for him because he had a shotgun. And I actually would find, like, machine guns from G.I. Joe, and I'd take an X-Acto knife and whittle it down so it would look more like a pulse rifle. You had a troubled childhood, didn't you? <laughs> I, that's, I, I wanted to be authentic. <coughs> I think that's what bothered me the most. And I didn't have I didn't have a phone anyway or a, or a bishop who was more like a robot in the figure than he was in the in the movie itself. Right. But Ripley's flamethrower is badass. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I didn't have any of these, but I did. Oh. I was aware of the toy line, like I said. Linko. And, and I had and all the aliens, too. The, the queen. Um, I didn't have the... Did I have the bull? Yeah, I had the, I had the first like line of them. The gorilla. Uh, Scorpion was probably my favorite because it looked most like oh, yeah. the alien from the movie, and it exploded when you would hit it, huh. like the alien from the movie. Um... But like I said, at this time, like it came out in 92. I think I got these at like 95 Christmas where like they found them still hanging on there because they were still there. That's uh, They didn't do so well. <laughs> That's why when they came out with a Vasquez Hudson and uh, an O'Malley character, which all it was was Hicks with a uh, Scottish head, uh, those were only released in the UK until they were re-released, repackaged as a, Aliens versus Marines uh, that uh, KB put out, and then they just did a, a repaint, kind of just muddled them down, lost a lot of detail, just made them basically green and black. Black. They didn't want to spend the money on any like silver paint like Hicks had on them. But uh, the the coolest part was the comics. They all came with uh, Dark Horse comics. Ah. Yeah. And they all told a <coughs> kind of like a episodic uh, story. I'm pretty sure if the comics. We're going to match the uh, um, cartoon, if that was where they were uh, going. Okay. It was pretty campy and over the top. Uh, like, do the second, play that second card. Because uh, they started attacks. You couldn't get introduced to. This is just ridiculous. Like, it, 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 I understand where Kenner's going. They did the same thing with Batman. They did the same thing with Ghostbusters. But uh, you only have a certain amount of characters, so you need to rebrand all of them. Well, I also got angry that Hicks was flying because he wasn't the pilot. He was a corporal. He was third in command. Yeah, God forbid. But uh, yeah, the uh, it was a little. Uh, uh, comics were a little campy as far as like you know, the. the Evac would come and like drop a jar over the bug and then they drop it in a volcano <laughs> kind of thing. But I mean, I don't know why that bothered me so much. I should have been more like, oh, this is cool. I'm a little kid. No, but because I was eight years old and I saw aliens 
that, that oh, I love that movie. It scared the shit out of yeah, me. Yeah, well, me too. But I loved it, and that's why I wanted. To, I, I I almost I cherished that movie, and that's why I wanted to stick more to that, uh, more to that than anything else. It was actually uh, Carl Kessel. You know that name? Did mm. some Batman's and Harley Quinns and stuff like that. Oh, who drew the Dark Horse? Yeah, books? he he was on it, and then uh, you ever hear of Joe Phillips? No. Did he write it? Yeah, he, uh, he drew some he drew of it, it too. Oh, yeah. um, it, one of his uh, uh, comics, or is it a movie? I don't know, but it's uh, House of Moorcock. Oh. Yes, he is a big proponent of the gay in the, uh, in the comic world. Not just like gay issues, but I mean, it's his comic is House of Moorcock, so... It, he did some uh, pornography stuff too, so this led to uh, good for him. It, it, le- it led to you know greener pastures. All right, well, that was a good movie that had an okay toy line. A lot of you probably think this is a um, bad movie. I love this movie, but here's here it is. I, I'll, I'm going to preface. <laughs> I'll just play the commercial. <laughs> Now you can see all the excitement and adventure of the Congo in your local theater. Or you can taste it at Taco Bell. Introducing the Volcano Burrito, piled high with seasoned beef, beans, rice, a blend of three cheeses, and flowing with fiery red sauce. If you're hungry for excitement, get the new Volcano Burrito at Taco Bell. But hurry, at just 99 cents, a taste eruption like this won't be active for long. Well, they didn't really make a commercial <laughs> for the Congo action figure line that I could find. And I couldn't really find any commercials for Congo except the Taco Bell one. And there was this weird Amy Pepsi one with this kid where Amy was trying to ask the people in the tent for a Pepsi and they, they didn't get what she was saying. The kid came over and goes, they don't understand me either. And high fives Amy and shares a Pepsi with her. That, that gorilla shouldn't be drinking all that sugar water. Anyway. Uh, I love the movie Congo. Um, I loved, I fell in love with Michael Crichton, obviously Jurassic Park. And then when I found out they're making another movie and it's, it had similar ties to Jurassic Park in that they are trying to brand it similarly. It's a lot of the same people. Frank Marshall, Frank Marshall, directorial debut. Um, his wife, Kathleen Kennedy produced Jurassic Park and, um, Frank Marshall produced Jurassic World. Um, anyway, Congo, I loved. I, I had, like, I, I wanted an Amy so bad just to follow me around and yap with me in sign language. I, I had the action figures. I still do have them carded. Amy was so cool. They had the, the evil, angry gorillas, mangler, and bone crusher. Um, they kind of just mishmashed Jurassic Park and Alien, I think, mm-hmm. parts to make Peter Elliott, who came with this, they all came with these weird guns and weapons that they didn't have in the in the movie. And, and Karen came with uh, the diamond. She was. And the big gun. That was Ripley. Yeah. She was Ripley. Although it was just a different head. Even the her laser cannon was Ripley's flamethrower. They figured out how to put a diamond in it, though. Yeah. And, um, uh, It was uh, uh, Monroe Kelly's figure. (laughs) Yeah. Your your everyday black guy in Cahaga had his shirt off. 
So um, you're admitting it now. There's something. Well, none of them look like their characters. No, except Amy. So, but and then they, I think they just repurposed some Jurassic Park. Um, yeah, I was, I was vehicles. looking. Through, I was trying to. Oh, for the I don't even remember any of the Congo Jungle vehicles. Tracker. Yeah, there's there's Congo vehicles. I'll show, I'll share pictures of my carded Congo toys on our Instagram. But yeah, far be it of me to shit on the Congo toy line when I love the movie. And in Michael Crichton, in my defense, Michael Crichton said the favorite movie ever based on one of his books was Congo. It was a comedy. You just had to see it that way. Anyway, there's also a better Crichton movie that had a little more popular toy line. Right, Squeeze? Yeah, I think this is a good are gentle vegetarians. It's Jurassic Park. A raptor grabs a baby dinosaur. Grant tears off in the bush devil tracker to save it. Use the snare! The young T-Rex wants a piece of the action. Can the dinosaurs be recaptured? Look for the JP mark. It's happening, but only at Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park, Bush Devil Tracker, dinosaurs and figures each sold separately. Oh, I remember. I remember how pissed I was because uh, the at first, like, I wasn't sure. I, I had the Muldoon figure first. Because mm-hmm. I was just like, I immediately was like, this is the guy to get. But then, like, I saw the movie, and the figures really didn't represent the movie too well, especially Dennis Nedry. Yeah. And then I, I, they, re, they made a series, too, and they made Nedry look a little more nerdy and, like... A little fatter. Yeah. Muldoon looked pretty... Uh, Muldoon was... Pretty good in Grant's uh, Grant. face in the... Uh, yeah. But the cards, I think, those, those, actually, those uh, training cards they came with, mm-hmm. it looked they were more developed from the book... Than the movie, I guess the movie might not have been done yet when they were producing these. That's my assumption. So they went off the book. Yeah, and then the second series later, then they had the movie cards, yeah. and they were actually stills taken from the movie. From the movie, yeah. Um, and they released uh, Malcolm, which is the figure everyone yeah. fucking wanted. I I never had Malcolm, never had him. But this is this is where everyone can absolutely hate me because I had every single one of these fucking things, including the command center. Command center was awesome. So now I didn't. Ha- I didn't have the big the visitor T-Rex. center. Yeah, right? the visitor. Yeah, center. they the, called the command the, center with the gate perimeter. Mm-hmm. Did you have the explorer? Yeah. You little fucking spoiled. Did you have the jeep? Fuck yeah. Oh, I hate you. Yeah. Did you have the dinosaur? Did you have the T Rex? Not the big one. I did uh, the, right, the juvenile, the young T Rex. I had the young T Rex, and the Triceratops and the Stegosaurus, Velociraptor, Coelophysis, Dilophosaurus. Oh my god. What? I had like the spitting uh, Dilophosaurus. I had Muldoon, and then I had Malcolm. I had both Muldoons. I had the <coughs> yeah the, the original one with the cat. That that he's, was the disappointing part. He was part. the one percent of kids. I, I'm the one percenter. Occupy Squeeze Street. But uh, I was disappointed because uh, the outfits were fantastic like they were spot on but the right. faces were way off like right. you said but then to do their when they did the you know new heads they got to change up the body they can't leave it exactly the same people aren't going to notice just the face mm-hmm. so they had to repaint them and that's when it's a shame if you can take the heads off of the second series and put them on the original bodies you're set you're perfect as far as i don't want to sound like i'm squeezer but I'm going to play the sexist card and never release the Lex figure. Oh, shit. I mean, yeah. Only just a Timmy. 
Now, and a 19 year old Tim, because like, yeah, the figure him he's just. Yeah, it was the it was the Tim from the book, not the yeah the Tim who was older in that. Yeah. So I'm gonna throw a shout out to Ted Brothers. On uh, I don't know if it's Ted like two Ted Brothers or a guy named Ted Brothers, but the account Ted Brothers on Instagram, he 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 does fantastic work. He recreated uh, the figures that were missing from series one, like Kenner, and he even made like like art for it. He made um, Gennaro. He made John Arnold. He made uh, John Hammond. He made Lex, and these these figures look great. Like they mix right into the the uh, Kenner toy line, and then he did like a Jurassic World spin mm-hmm. on the Kenner toys, and they're really cool. He he buys he bought like the Raptors from Jurassic World and painted them to look exactly like they do in the movie, not just their shitty, you know, regular uh, Hasbro paint jobs. This guy, look him up, <laughs> Ted Brothers on Instagram. He does awesome work. Check out his Hasbro Series 3, he branded it, because, uh, you know, they had Series 1 and Series 2. Yeah, I just, I found it odd that, uh, like, he would even have to do that. Because they, the, you know, in the second series, they released the Dino Trackers and the Evil Raiders. Yeah. It's like, why they went to that extent when you could have just made, you, you could have given them all the goofy gear, like the traps and the nets and all that stuff that sells figures. Right. But why not just have Dr. Arnold be that guy? You know, it was just a, I don't know. Oh, well, Dr. Arnold was. Because that would have been perfect for the arm damage. The the Nedry arm damage would have been perfect for him. But John Arnold was played by Sam Jackson, who is. Oh, that's right. We can't. Kenner doesn't want to make that line. (laughs) Are we making assumptions here? I don't know. I'm just seeing a pattern develop. There is a pattern. They left out the one of the women and one of the one of the African American gentlemen. It could just be demographics. Maybe we'll see. But us hockeys yeah, were the only ones who bought the toys. <laughs> Did you have any of like the the hatchlings? No. I had a little raptor and the egg. It was adorable. I wanted it so bad. I, my parents were like, no. They they when I was younger, when the Ghostbusters line came out, they were more apt to buying me junk. The older I got, the more they were like, just go outside, you little fuck. Yeah, remember I was a kid that I barred the windows and <laughs> so no one can see me play. And I'd get my my young T-Rex out, which I liked even more because I was a bigger fan of a young T-Rex over the big one because the book. Because at the time I'd read the book too when I was like 10. You know, right when the movie was coming out, I read the novel and uh, I would always, one of the uh, dino trackers, that became Ed Regis. Uh, so then I could have the young T-Rex rip Ed Regis apart play in with front him of everyone. First and then, yeah. yeah, play with him and just leave a leg for uh, you were a disturbed Muldoon child. to find. Muldoon with his... Um, disturbed. Muldoon with his shotgun. With his, uh, did you stick him in a log? Did you, make, did you use like a paper towel roll? Oh, fuck yeah. That's the log? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then I'd use the same thing. I'd use the pipes from the Ninja Turtles store to uh, uh, as the pipe that Muldoon and uh, Gennaro got stuck into towards the end. But yeah, Muldoon had his... Uh, I also uh, confiscated a shotgun from G.I. Joe for Muldoon because he had to have his Spaz-12 like he did in the movie. Of course. Because he didn't have a... Ro- well, he did have a rocket launcher in the book, but that's what also bothered me because he had a M72 law in the book and in the figure he had a it was more of a stinger rocket launcher yeah the the um, i had issue with that the law rocket launcher and he keeps he's a little drunk 
Mm-hmm. And he's having Gennaro feed him the, the rockets, and he keeps thinking he's missing the T-Rex, but he actually hit it. And then it's tongue wraps around Lex, and he just kind of passes out. He's like, oh, I did get the son of a bitch anyway. <laughs> they should all be destroyed. Anyway, that's uh, so that's um, that's all we have for episode. What what are your what are your takeaways from this episode? Well, I don't want to say uh, Kenner is uh, or was at any point racist. Well, they're gone now. So what are they gonna do? Hasbro dissolved them. Yeah. Um, come on, guys. You couldn't have put. You couldn't have had the little black kid play with Winston in the commercial. I mean, I'm not saying he has to. Maybe I'm racist thinking the little black kid has to play with the black character uh yeah i'm I'm just saying if we would have done that maybe we'd be much further along with race relations in this country if we would have had winston in the ghostbuster commercial in 1986 that's true that's true could have my takeaway from this is you're a spoiled little fuck i am a spoiled little fuck (laughs) we had all the coolest action play sets and figures that we all wanted well i had them eventually mom was just really good at finding a deal and buying in bulk Uh, well uh we learned from this i wanted to play with girls toys and foam footballs that's um what's our next episode squeeze what are we talking about next week we're going catalog shopping we are. I mean, now with the internet, it's just so easy to just go online and find whatever you want. But back in the early 90s, late 80s, we had giant, massive fucking catalogs. The Sears Wish Book. We're going to each pick our top five wishes from the 1992 Sears Wish Book, which I have a copy of. That sounds like fun, right? Let's go. All right. Uh, email us if you... Hate us or love us, rad.years at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, at the rad years, and listen to all our back podcasts. This is five now. We're five in. All right. Well, I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. Have a good one. <laughs>